Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Job Pod with Youth Employment Services. My name is Morag Morrison, and I'm an employment facilitator with Youth Employment Services. Today, I am here with my boss, Charity Leonard, and I'm going to be interviewing her about her career. So, Charity, do you want to just quickly introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Sure. My name is Charity. I'm the Executive Director at Youth Employment Services. So, I am responsible for keeping this place running, basically. And can you start off by just telling us what your first job was and what kind of things you learned there that you use in your career now? So my first, first job was picking beans in a field, vegetables. So sitting on a bucket in the hot sun and just picking vegetables. And it was hard work. But I would say probably my first job where I learned things that were sort of applicable to the rest of my life and kind of moved me ahead was I was a server at a pizza restaurant. So I learned all sorts of things, customer service. I learned how to work quickly and under pressure and just a lot of communication skills. So I used to be the type of person who didn't want to call to order a pizza because I was too nervous. I would get my mom to do it. But then I worked at the pizza place and I I had to take those calls. So I had to really get used to it quickly. So I figure those skills, especially the communication skills, have moved ahead and been a really big part of my life going forward from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you definitely have to do a fair bit of phone calls now in your role, I imagine. Yes. (laughs) Not necessarily ordering pizza, but... (laughs) Sometimes. Yeah. And what kind of experience or training did you need to get in order to do your job now? So I went to school for business administration. So I took courses in human resource management, organizational management, um, accounting, communications, different courses like that, which definitely was a huge help for me in, in what I do now. So you know, I can't do the accounting without having taken accounting courses and knowing what I'm doing. So those, you know, my actual schooling was a huge part of it. But another big part of how I got here and into this role was I actually started at YES at the front desk. So I got hired at the front desk for a six-month position to fill somebody's leave. And, you know, I, I was still in school. So I was looking for really a way to make money, but I also really wanted to incorporate, you know, a lot of my, a lot of my skills that I was learning in school. And so I came across this job ad and I figured I would go for it. And here I am almost nine years later, after starting at the front desk, I worked as an employment facilitator for many years. Um, So for two of our different programs, So that's really helped me to understand, you know, now that I manage employment facilitators, I know what some of the struggles are they've, that they're dealing with and some of the, some of the day to day of their job. I know what it's actually like to work it. So I feel like that's kind of important in what I do. Then I kept on moving around youth employment services and I worked as the tuition waiver coordinator, which was a new program. So it took a lot of, efforts and work to get it kind of off the ground. But that was a really big step for me learning wise so that I could eventually in this role succeed. So 
now I'm the uh, executive director and I feel like I've used my skills from even from working at the front desk, from being an employment facilitator, from being a tuition waiver coordinator, all of those add up to be skills that I think are really important and have gotten me where I am today. Mm -hmm. I know I was really excited when I was interviewing for this position and you said I was in your role for, I think it was three years or something like that. And to me, that was just such a great uh, green flag in the job interview because I knew that coming into the job, like you said, you would know if I ran into any walls or kind of was having issues, you would have had that experience too, most likely, and would be able to help me through it. So I was super pumped about that. I love when a boss has experience in the roles that they manage. It's it's awesome. I think that's one of the most valuable things that I've taken with me is that I know what it's like to be there. And now I know this other side of the job as well. So meshing them together to to do my job the best that I can, I think I, I'm, I'm really happy with how my path has gone. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And so kind of jumping off of that, what would your advice be to young people who'd be interested in following a similar career path to you? I would say try things, just to try it. Every time that I moved jobs, and this was something I was reflecting on, I was trying to write a paper and I was reflecting on what was something that I've seen every time I've changed jobs, I've seen in myself that I have been scared and not thinking that I was good enough to do whatever the job was. So I would always have this fear of, you know, well, who am I to help these people? Or, you know, I don't think I know enough to be able to do that. But once you actually start and once you give it a try, luckily I've had people who were willing to give me a chance and to help me learn and grow, which I've been super lucky for. But honestly, if I hadn't given it a try, I wouldn't even be here. So I would say just try. Every time I moved around to different jobs in Yes, I I got that same feeling, even though I've been at Yes for many years, I still always felt like, no, I don't know enough to move on to this next phase. I don't know enough. I don't know how to do it. Then I actually jumped into it and did it. And it's always worked out. Things have always gone really well. But if I hadn't tried, I wouldn't have known. Yeah. And that's also the the experience of thinking I'm not good enough for this or I don't have the skill set for this is imposter syndrome, which is definitely something that I'll, I'll take a moment to plug that Alexander and I have definitely talked about, you know, many times in different previous podcast episodes, because that's a huge part of job searching or moving on to new roles, even within the same organization you already work for is, is imposter syndrome. I think it's something that almost everyone experiences. And yeah, that was one of my, one of my biggest fears was just, was that imposter syndrome and no, I shouldn't be here and no, I'm not good enough, but things are still running. I haven't, you know, let the place burn to the ground yet. So (laughs) I feel like that's probably a good thing. Yeah. And we made it through the first few months of COVID relatively unscathed. So (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. There's there's nothing that I could have done to prepare for some of these things. And I'm facing them all for the first time, you know, especially with COVID. There, there was no class in school. There was no preparation course that I could take to, to get through this. So it's literally just try my best, do what I can do, you know, use the knowledge that I have to make things work as best as I can and see how it goes. 
And then what are some of the strengths you've had that have allowed you to succeed in this role? I think, so this in general, one of my biggest strengths, and I've thought a lot about this because I've worked in the employment field for almost nine years. And one of my biggest strengths in general is problem solving. And that's something that I really value in other people as well. So when I'm hiring people to work at YES, that's one of the things I look for as well as problem solving. I think as long as you approach things with a problem solving attitude, you you can do all sorts of different things. You know, there's no one way of doing everything. There's no right way for every single thing. So problem solving, working through, and not just looking for somebody else to ask, okay, what do I do? What do I do with this situation? But actually working through it, breaking down the pros, the cons, the, you know, the outcomes of the different options, what might happen. So problem solving is probably the biggest skill. And communication. Communication is huge in my job, both written and verbal. So I send a lot of emails. I am on the phone a lot. I sometimes have to talk to media or different things like that. So just being able to communicate and being able to get my message across, thinking about the message, the format that's going to be received in, if there's a typical format that I should be following, basically all those things that amount to a good communication skill that's really a big part of my job as well. Mm-hmm. I like that you call it a communication skill because I think that's something that people don't often think about. They either just think of themselves as a good communicator or a bad communicator, but it's, it's definitely a skill that you need to work on and put active effort in and something that you always have space to be improving in. So I like that you called it a skill. Yes, I. that's something that I continually work on is my communication. And, you know, if a message is received wrong at, at any point, going back to the drawing board, trying to figure out what's a better way to say this message or present this message so that the message is clear and received well in the end. And then what are some of the weaknesses you've had to work on in your career? So one thing that I've always struggled with was giving up responsibility. So if there's a project to be done, you know, in school, when you do group projects, I was always the person who was taking on the main majority of the project because I didn't trust other people to do it how I wanted it to be done or, you know, to the certain standard that I had set for myself. So I always wanted to take on, you know, the big parts I'll give you, I'll give the, you know, the other group members something small to work on so that we all contribute. But, you know, in, in the end, that was one thing that I was really bad at in the past was giving up responsibility and passing along tasks to other people. And when I moved into this executive director role, that was one of the quickest things that I had to learn was these people are here for a reason. They've been hired and they know how to do their jobs. And I just have to let them do their jobs. I'm here to help my staff do their jobs effectively. So that was something I struggled with a lot was because I didn't want to give up a task or a project because I wanted to make sure it was done to my standard. But I found that if I communicate what my standard is to people and I communicate exactly what I want, most people have similar high standards that they want their work to be completed to. And working together or letting people have the freedom to 
use their skills and use their knowledge to do whatever the project is has been really, really important because I absolutely do not know everything. There are so many things that I do not know and I have to rely on other people to help me with those. And I think just letting people basically into my space and into my bubble where their ideas and the way that they do things, realizing that my way isn't the highway, my way isn't exactly the only way to do it, but you know, they may do it a completely different way, but come up with the same end product. And that's a good thing as well. So letting people have the freedom to use, you know, those skills that I look for, like the problem solving and the communication skills to work out problems on their own and come back to me with the solution. That was, that was a huge thing for me as well. I kind of jump in all the time and just solve things like you have a problem. Okay. This is how we fix it. Okay. The problem's gone next. Whereas sometimes letting people work through a problem. uh, And this is something when I was an employment facilitator as well, instead of just telling people something, asking them the right kind of questions and giving them the chance to explain it themselves. uh, That's, that's been huge for me. Yeah, I remember I had to learn how to delegate very quickly because I had injured my hand. This is when I was in a role managing a garden program and I was so used to, oh, if I need the wheelbarrow moved from point A to point B, I could just do it myself, right? Or if I need to have this bed watered or whatever, I could pick up the hose and do it myself if no one's, you know, right around. But I injured my hand and I was suddenly like under doctor's orders not to use my hand, which meant I couldn't pick up the wheelbarrow. I could only carry one watering can at the time. And I had to learn so quickly how to delegate. And at the time I was annoyed because, you know, I wasn't even allowed to type. I had to delegate typing duties to like, I had to dictate emails. It was ridiculous. But I remember at the end of it, you know, after a few weeks, I was like, oh, this was actually a really good learning opportunity to learn how to delegate tasks um, that I don't necessarily need to be doing if I have staff um, working on my team who can do it and who are there to do these kind of roles. (laughs) It's really hard to do at first, especially if you're used to doing things yourself. Letting them go is really tough. And I feel like it's like letting go of your, your baby. They've grown up and they've, you know, (laughs) they've moved on and now they have to be safe in the world. <laughs> and it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely relate to that when you were talking about being the person who takes the lead on class projects <laughs> and gives yeah. out little tidbits to other people. I, I related. <laughs> and then kind of coming close to wrapping up here, what kind of work do executive directors do that most people don't know about? So I'm in my office a lot. And usually when I'm in my office, I am doing things like reporting, Uh, communicating with the community. So, you know, reaching out to employers, reaching out to other agencies, working on projects uh, together with other agencies, um, doing accounting, doing all the HR tasks. So hiring people, performance management, you know, helping people goal set, all those types of things, anything related to HR, I'm responsible for even just making things, making sure things are going on, like our bills are paid. So making sure our phone bills are paid, making sure that we have the proper phone plan so that everybody has the resources they need in order to do their jobs. So a lot of, a lot of those behind the scenes types of things, just to make sure that the show is running so that the staff can actually do what they've been hired to do is to help people. 
So a lot of my job is just trying to make it so that my staff can do their best. That can cover all sorts of different things, like finding new trainings, doing professional development for the staff and finding speakers or presenters that make sense and that will help them learn. What else do I do? I feel like it's hard to describe everything that I do because each day is very different from the last. So, you know, one day I'll focus all my time on doing the accounting and getting all the bills paid. And then the next day I am, you know, out in, out in the community meeting with another agency and their leadership and trying to figure out how we can come together to offer services to people in our community. Yeah, I would say that's probably a majority of my job is, is doing those behind the scenes tasks and being out in the community and working with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost feel like the mark of a good executive director is like, you don't necessarily know what they're doing because it just means they're making things run so smoothly that there's like nothing going wrong that you need to go to them about. <laughs> well, that's funny, my goal. Yeah. I, my hope is that it's smooth enough for, for everybody working so that they don't have these issues that we have to solve and being preventative in in all these things. So, you know, before they have to come to me that, you know, the phone isn't working. Hopefully I've already been on the phone with the phone company. I guess that doesn't make sense. Hopefully I've already been in contact with the phone company to figure out the problem so that, you know, the staff are able to do their work. And then we're just at the end here. So is there anything else you want to share? You can tell us who your favorite staff person is. You can tell us your favorite thing about working at Yes, anything like that. I mean, I love working here. I've worked here for basically my whole adult life at this point. I started when I was still in school and, and here I am, like I said, almost nine years later. And I feel like I've grown up here at Yes. And that's been a really cool experience for me because I've been able to see how things have progressed and where it's come from. And I feel like we're in a very different place now than we were nine years ago when I first started. How things look, our reach has grown like crazy. The staff has grown as far as, you know, how many positions we have, our space has grown. So I think it's really cool to see all these years later, how much can happen and how much can change if you actually want it to. So if you want to keep moving forward and you want to keep keep up with all of the changes in the world, you you have to try different things. And I think that's one thing that YES has been really good at is keeping up to date with all the changes in the world and what's going on and just the world of work in general. I think that's one of the biggest things uh, that's important for me is making sure that we are relevant and useful in our community and and seeing us grow like this has been a really cool opportunity while I'm also growing. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for today's episode of Morag Interviews Her Boss. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are listening, we are Youth Employment Services. We offer free employment services to youth aged 16 to 29, located all through Manitoba. We offer both in-person and virtual services. And you can find us at yesmb.ca. And from there, you can go to our contact us page to get in touch with any one of our employment facilitators if you are wanting help in your job search. Thanks for joining us today on The Job Pod.